I want I want to be able to like install sound effects from my body so that way like when I'm like running <laughs> or something and like my balls are bouncing around, I just want it to like sound like the bells of Notre Dame. <laughs> <laughs> the bells of Notre Dame. So you want just be... me running past in the background. The symphony like, of like uh, loud ass bells. You want to be like Scratchman Apu from One Piece. That's what you want to be. You want to be a sound man. I watch good anime, so I don't know who that is. Oh, how dare you? I, I, tried, I tried to get into One Piece. I can't stand the art style of One Piece. I also watch good anime, which is why I don't watch anime. Oh! Ah! Ah! The shade. Well, I'm I'm actually gonna peace out, guys. Andrew's gonna. I thought the big thing on your shirt was for anime, but now True. I see that it was just for asshole. Oh, 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 I will say this: with One Piece, they do change animation styles as the series progresses. As the series progresses, I mean, like the animation style right now. Oh, 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 oh. I couldn't Crazy get into awesome. to One Piece because of the animation style, and I couldn't get into Bleach because of the story. Yeah, I couldn't like, get into Bleach because it like really made my asshole feel weird, and I was just like, never again. <laughs> you got to get the anal bleach. The anal bleach. <laughs> not, Wrong bleach. Not Wrong bleach. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Gentlemen, well, biscuits are burning. You know <laughs> what time? It, you know what time it is. You know what time it is. You know yes, I have eye drops from a brown it's Time for you <laughs> to receive another dose from the dispensary now. of despair. It is time to take some taint. It is time. To embrace your madness and join us at the Black Tower. That's right. We are the Black Tower Podcast. We are a Wheel of Time podcast. And we're here for another installment. For for another tainty treatment. (laughs) Yeah. And after three episodes of doing a lot of TV show talk, in direct contrast to the shirt I'm wearing, which is one of the TV show shirts, we're taking it back to the books. Going back to the books, uh, baby. Which some of you will definitely, uh, as per comment sections we have, say, thank God. Others of you will say, uh, <laughs> okay, that's fantastic. I listen either way. Um, <laughs> and but some before of you will we be get... like, no, fuck you. <laughs> Go back to the TV show. It's the only thing I care about. Yeah. In which case... Okay, just hold on. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll get. We'll but get. you know, one of the only things I care about is who you the fuck you guys are because I forget every week. I swear. It's you know what? It's okay, buddy. Sometimes I forget who I am. This course is usually right. after a few uh, Sailor Jerry and Rums. So let's let's treat this like uh, like an AA meeting. 
let's treat this like an AA meeting and just go around the table and we'll, we'll start with uh, <laughs> the gentleman with the Black Tower podcast background. Uh, hello, my name is Josh. I currently hold the rank of Soravon Mahale at the Black Tower podcast and uh, I'm addicted to sighting. Hi, Josh. Hi, Josh. Uh, I am Daniel. I currently hold the rank of Amon Khan Mahale at the Black Tower, and I am... I'm mad. Hi, Daniel. Tell us, hi, Daniel. Thank you. You can tell <laughs> us about your feelings. We will later. Well, there's sharing time later, but Andrew hasn't yet. Uh, sorry, this guy over here. Who this I guy over know, here. Um, <laughs> this hi. lovely anonymous gentleman over here that I don't know yet until he introduces himself uh, has yet to do so. Hi, I'm Andrew. Uh, I hold the the responsibility of Bajan Mahel, and Sponsor. I'm addicted to Val and Lucas Caps. Hey, hi, Andrew. Hi, Andrew. All right, so let's go around the circle and no. <laughs> I, also, I was over this you, bit about really five seconds in. Not gonna peel? lie. <laughs> did you just make a peel reference? Because with great oh. power comes great responsibility. <laughs> bump? What was it? Bump, clank, and scraxed. I don't. I can't remember the words he did. Raxed, them, sklumped. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> if any of them Terry's feeling froggy, ribbit, ribbit. <laughs> <laughs> If you have not gotten, I know that this is a plug for a completely different thing that has been off the air for a while, but if you have not gone and seen the worst people to sit next to on an airplane by Key and Peele, it is hilarious. Go do yourself a favor. Go watch it. It is so funny. I would like to ask you for a favor. You can say no if you'd want. Can I trade seats with you? I will, I will not, not take for no an answer. answer. <laughs> All right, but we're not here to talk about you. Key say it's like here to talk not related, it. but it definitely is because there's definitely people that wish that we were it's off true. the air by now. <laughs> they haven't Correct. canceled us yet because you guys keep censoring all of my off color jokes. God, like okay, so censor that, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> I plan on it. <laughs> Oh man! Anyway, oh, I want to use like the old like technical di- technical difficulties music, but it's copyrighted. So <laughs> the whole little maybe we can come up with our own technical difficulties. That's what we should do. Daniel will just write, compose some technical difficulties music, and every time we have something happen, love it. Like it, we'll do it. Yeah, all right. With it. So, once you know, now you know, now that you know why you're here, we got to tell you a couple things because you have to go to blacktowerpod.com. You must. You, I mean, that that's kind of required. It Um, is required reading for all members of Black Tower. It's got everything. And I will challenge you find something that is Black Tower podcast. That is not on the website. I dare you. Go through and look. Everything Black Tower Podcast is on our website. 
check it out. It's got our all of our social medias. It's got all of our merch store links. It's got our calendar for crying out loud. It's got all the goodness there. So go check it out. It's even got a beautiful chibi of a woman with an Indiana Jones hat and a pickaxe. And that is the Crystal Barista, the official sponsor of the Black Tower podcast. And right now is a great time to be a fan of the Crystal Barista. So go check her website out. Follow her on Facebook. All the goodness there. Then, Andrew, where are they going to want to go after that? Um, I mean, really wherever you want. <clears throat> but on the way to wherever you want to go, definitely make the mandatory sure you swing by. Care of. <laughs> yeah. Definitely make sure you swing through the greatblight.com. It is an amazing repository of Wheel of Time information as well as Wheel of Time content creators. There are lists broken down by uh, kind of platform or genre, I guess. You know, you have your YouTubers, your podcasters, your musicians, your artists, your trivia, um, whatever category you can think of. It is on thegreatblight.com with a list of amazing content creators that focus Wheel of Time content or do a fair number of Wheel of Time things that you can go and enjoy. And if you really enjoy all of those people and all of those content creators that you're finding there, then maybe you, you get some extra swing with the bla- with the great. Hey-o. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you can find some extra enjoyment out of uh, content creator oriented things by going to newcreationsbygen.com. And checking out the Frosty Mug Collection. It is the only place to get the official Frosty uh, Frosty Mug Collection uh, inspired or from all of your favorite Wheel of Time content creators with a bunch of other Wheel of Time oriented uh, kind of stuff that you can find there. Rob does a fantastic job of making his souvenir series, which is always fantastic. It was the inspiration for our, for our uh, Althor archery uh, right. shirt. Um, which we did talk to him about before we did. Correct. So for anybody yeah. that's worried right, about right. that, we, we checked with the master and he was like, that's a good idea. I'm cool with it. Yep. And for so, all of you out there, content creators, if you're feeling frosty. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you uh, don't have a frosty mug yet, go ahead and talk to Jen from New Creations by Jen uh, and get yourself on there because the true. collection expands when we expand it. It's like That's Wikipedia. True. This article could be expanded by you. Yeah. I mean, Kate Reading and Michael Kramer have one too. So it's true. And we have one. And Malkir talks and talk around Riyadh and the will reads and the will. There's a reads. lot of people. There's, There's a, lot a lot of people, people. And the only one we're missing is people, you. A lot of great people <laughs> have frosty mugs. Oh, no. <laughs> All the best people have frosty mugs. <laughs> <laughs> no one no one makes better frosty mugs than Jen. It's fantastic. No one, a lot of people say that Jen has the best frosty mugs. I've heard those people. Yeah, that, that's <sighs> confirmed. But if you're doing all this running around and you find yourself losing focus, losing energy, things like that, make sure you check out w.gg for their amazing um energy supplement i don't know why it's i just said like i don't know what it is it's good stuff we each have it we try it i know i enjoy it i love it it's it works pretty well for me and i haven't heard any complaints from the other guys I've you can it. use this you He's can use discount code desk. b yeah, but... sorry discount code sorry. you can use 
you can use discount code BTP. That is BTP as in Black Tower Podcast to get 10% off your order, or you can click on the discount link down below, uh, which I believe is w.gg slash discount slash BTP to get 10% off your order of any not already discounted W merch. They have added some, uh, I believe, samplers and new shaker bottles. They've got some pretty dope stickers and stuff there too. Uh, so if nothing else, you can go and get a sticker and use our code and get 10% off of a sticker. I mean, hopefully it helps. Indeed. But with all that said and done and out of the way, uh, make sure you go tell Adam and Eve and Manscaped that they need to sponsor us so that we can do hilariously bad ads for them as well. Hilariously bad ads? Come on, we do hilariously bad ads right now. If they actually sponsored us, we'd do good ads. No, I'll say like we can continue <laughs> the metric for them. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, we literally saw I can see it now. Interactions with people. Yeah. I can see it now. Ooh. Like just a regular pair of hair clippers. Has this ever happened to you? And then it just sounds like it grabs ah! on and then like a, a hot dog falls on the floor and you just scream. <laughs> <laughs> don't lose your focus. Take Dubby to keep your focus and don't shave your junk off. I always also, drink W before man. I use my Manscaped Lawnmower 2.0. <laughs> uh, you know what the best part about a Lawnmower 2.0 is? Uh, I don't. You don't need W to use it because it's got skin-safe blades. Oh, wow. That was a creepy sentiment. Okay. So what? tonight, that's the, the whole point is creepy. Lawnmower. You say skin-safe blades. That's, that's the bad. whole point of the lawnmower. That's wild bill right there. It's not it's, creepy, but it's, it ca- it's definitely counterintuitive. Safe blades on its skin. Tainted love. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna get into the episode. Um, oh yeah, we're doing again, a thing. Are we're we? moving back to the books. We're moving back to our bread and butter style of content. The stuff that. Well, we love talking about all of it, uh, but love we that. definitely love going into theories and in-depth discussions about the books. How intellectual they are is up for you to decide. And if you don't think they are, you're hey, it's a free world. You can be as well. I mean, friend. you can have the opinion you like to have. So uh, for this How's episode, such a dirk friend, <laughs> Daniel, what are we talking about this episode? Oh, we are talking specifically about uh, some other breakdown kind of stuff. We've talked about nations. We've talked about characters. We've talked about this, that, and the other thing. We talk about relationships. We talk about everything. But there are some things that we haven't really touched on yet. And those are societies in some ways. So one of the first ones that we're <laughs> going to get into is the White Towers societies the white towers uh broken up branches within the unified white tower or let's be honest also not unified white tower <laughs> um but yeah so we wanted to go it's ahead and like get Korea. into i'll leave it up to you to decide who's north korea and who's south korea <laughs> we all know who's elida elida jong-il what <clears throat> what <laughs> Son of Kim Jong Elida. <laughs> um, but yes, 
So we thought that it would be nice to get into some of the nitty gritty about the Aes Sedai. die. We've talked a lot about them on this show uh, and we we've definitely brought up, you know, the things that we don't like and things that we like. And now we we want to do sort of an informative series about the Aes Sedai in general um, and about how they are broken up within the tower. So today's subject is all about the blue Aja. We're going to do a special where we focus on each Aja <laughs> during different episodes. I was trying to turn my light blue. I, I thought Josh was being blue. attacked by Mashadar. Like I was oh, like, what the <laughs> fuck is happening here? I thought but before- Josh had just picked up his vape pen again. Like, <laughs> uh, that's a fat cloud, bro. <laughs> what is is that a Mac mod, bro? How many raps you got on that coil, fam? Before we get into too many potentially spoilery jokes, as we've already made maybe a few, um, let's give you your spoiler warning for this episode. This is your official spoiler warning. This episode contains spoilers for all 14 books and the prequel. If you are still listening and you haven't read all these, you want to be spoiled, don't you? You crave it. Getting spoiled without putting in the work? Well, get ready. Here it comes. <laughs> Anybody else get chills? Anybody else? Just me? No? Cool. Hi. That, that's that's oh. the word we'll use. Chills. <laughs> yeah. That's the family safe word to use. <laughs> I got some tingles on my tongue. Maybe I Ting- ate some pineapple. Tingles. <laughs> Why is it so spicy? <laughs> Why is, is this banana spicy? so spicy? <laughs> <laughs> If you want to know why the banana is so spicy, join our Patreon and listen to our pre-recorded episodes. Truth. Hashtag spicy banana. So <laughs> you we're talking about society. My panties right now. Did, did what? Daniel. Which society specifically? You made an Archer reference, so I made another Archer reference. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it took me a second. Okay, good. Like, it just, it caught me, like, <laughs> off guard for some reason, and I heard it as, like, a standalone statement. Bloosh! And I was like, huh? You're if not you want to see all the references, if you want to see all the references we make and the references that our lovely patrons make when they listen live, make sure you become a patron. Uh, and then join our Discord where you can listen live as well. Um, yeah, the more plugs after we said we're done with plugs. But Daniel, plugs. yes. What plugs. society sure. of the White Tower specifically are we going to be discussing? So we talking about the Ajas. We talking about the Blue Aja. We talking about that mission-oriented Aja. We talking about that Moraine Aja. This is on we talking about that Suan Aja. We talking about that Aja, we like the most, but don't love the most because that's green. So, <laughs> but yeah, we're talking about the blue Aja uh, in the White Tower um, or outside of the White Tower, because let's be honest, there are a lot of blues outside the White Tower as well. That is one of the hallmarks, honestly, in some ways about the blue Aja, um, because, yeah, we're talking about oh. that blue Aja. The blue Aja, the blue Aja is interesting though, because they're the only ones that like their like direct creed is sort of like live your best life, find a thing you love, and do nothing else. 
what that thing for the rest of your 200 year life. Yep. And, and you got to hand it to the blue sisters. They are dedicated AF. Like they're cool with that. They're you're like, okay, you're going to do a thing. And some of this is like, Hey man, you know what I love? Trumpets. I want everybody <laughs> in the Westlands to play trumpets. And they're like, congratulations, <laughs> Blue Aja Aes Sedai sister. You're now going to make sure everybody plays the trumpet. She will die a failure, of course. But she doesn't care. Because she is an Aes Sedai of the Blue Aja. And she is on a mission. Yeah. They have some, Indeed. speaking of missions, they have some interesting traditions in the Blue Aja. Yes, they do. Uh, like wearing full blue the first of each month. Like wearing blue stockings when leaving the tower. Mm. Never wearing red inside the tower with the exception of red gemstones. Yeah, so if you got your rubies, right. you're fine. Thigh high do stockings? Do not wear red. Or... I mean, it could be. Or when leaving Tarvalon, not necessarily when leaving the tower. I choose to believe that it is thigh high blue. (laughs) What's even stranger is that their warders wear blue garters. Ooh. Yes. Sign me up to be bonded to a blue. (laughs) Um, They're one of the Ajas that also generally refrain from marrying. However, it is not taboo. It is not off limits, as we see with both Moraine and Suan. (laughs) They're, um, they're greet, generally greet. married to the mission. Yeah. Uh, you greet well, a new blue sister you're... with uh, the kiss of welcome. And, but to get the sixth kiss of welcome, the new blue Aja member has to bake a pie. I, I, that, the she others I kind of get is like for... ritualistic or formulistic, but the, 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 the pie thing, the I don't Aja, get. Right? Huh? Like, does it, it has to be for the head of the blue Aja, right? Or does it just, she has to just make a pie? Um, I don't know if it has to be the head. It's just also, it's like, do you want like a blueberry pie? What kind of pie? Don't Are you they dare. Judged? Don't you dare make a <laughs> cherry pie for the, the head of the blue Aja. <laughs> Oh, I'm, could you imagine? I'm so mad that I'm sitting there like trying to think what fruit is red that goes in a pie, and for the life of me, could not think of cherry. Uh, rhubarb, cherry, strawberry rhubarb pie. Oof. I couldn't even think of strawberry, which is my favorite. Like my favorite one. I mean, well, I've never had strawberry pie. Now I want strawberry pie. Son of a bitch. Let's go to Marie Calendars after this. <laughs> cool. Can you pick me up? Just swing right by. Yeah, and yeah, pick yeah. Me up. I'll swing. I'll swing by it. and pick you up. It'll be Excellent. all good. I'll, I'll see you no, in so that's, what? Those are weird. Sixteen though. hours. Um, those are weird though. More than that. <laughs> what? Which one of those? I I always viewed the pie thing as almost like a hazing, not not hazing, but like, but like, like welcome to the club, new girl. A little like hazing. Like if you don't cook a is, good pie, you're gonna get that some is the of most shitty, jobs. boring hazing I have ever heard of. I mean, I agree. Don't get me wrong. Like the only thing that could be more boring as hazing is requiring someone to bring you like a glass of water. <laughs> Check. Glass. Hey, not water. Shit. Bringing you a glass of water. <laughs> of water and shit. That's not the same. <laughs> Bring me water and shit. <laughs> Indeed. 
Indeed. So the head of the Blue Aja, does anybody know what the head of the Blue Aja is called? Your mom? Hey. No, I don't actually know. The Uh, first. Okay, I got to it. I can tell you. I didn't know uh, off the top of my head, but it's the first selector. It is the first selector. I got to it in the wiki. I cheated. (laughs) I very much cheated. It is the first selector, and we actually get to see the first selector in the TV show. Which is a fun little thing. She was actually a really cool uh, character, yeah. But not for long. Because she has to go off and do other things. She has to go see about that Sean Chan threat. Ooh. I know, right? Sorry. Sorry. Oh. Ships are disappearing to the West. Who's In gonna, the books. Who's going to take a guess that she is not going to yeah. make it out of I, Sean she, Yeah, she, that's not. She we're going to have to, we're gonna have to rescue she, Megan from the Sean Chan. We will have to. And she deserves to be rescued because she was she super cool. She was super nice. She had like five minutes of screen time, but she was super cool all five of those minutes. Yeah. Throwing it out there. Anyway, back to the books. Anyway. So, uh, but yes, in the books, it is not Megan. Who is it? It is not. It is Lane. Oh, yeah, Andrew. Who is it? (laughs) It is Lane Lane Akashi. Akashi. There you go. Akashi. We all said it. (laughs) (laughs) but you were going to say something else Andrew I was oh the Blue Ajra in the books are renowned for having the most uh, well organized and extensive eyes and ears network Yes. if there's information that can be got they done did got it Um, and this comes into huge advantage for, for Suwon because being uh, from the Blue Aja, she had access to the Eyes and Ears Network. She developed her actual own Eyes and Ears Network that apparently Inside. in and of itself rivaled the overall um, structure of the just innate yes. Blue Aja one. Obviously incorporating some members from that as well. <laughs> but it carries over into her, uh, her Amarlin seat um, time. Because she still uses the same network of eyes and ears to gather information, um, both while she's Emerlyn and after she's stilled, uh, and then after she's healed again. And it's one of the big assets that she brings to the Aes Sedai and Saladar, or the rebel Aes Sedai. Well, and it's one of the reasons that they keep her around. She goes to them and says, hey... I know I'm not a sister anymore. I know I can't channel. I know that all of you look down on me because I have been stilled. And while I don't necessarily hate you for it, because God damn it, I was you like 20 minutes ago. Not really, like a year ago. But uh, but I was definitely you. And I get it. But also, I have these eyes and ears. I have, I, I'm still useful. I still have this thing. Keep me around. Oh. I will absolutely go ahead and do this for you because I still want to be here and I still want to be around sisters. And I need a mission to keep me alive in some ways because I've now been stilled and it's hard to go ahead and find a reason to keep on living. And 
along the end, it ends up putting her in exactly the position that she needs to be to help Egwene and get healed. Like all of it is good stuff. Yes. <laughs> well, and another fun sort of a fun fact with going along the subject of the blues being so good at setting up spy networks, Leanne, the keeper of the chronicles, who was also stilled, has a network of eyes and ears inside the tower. Yes. The white think about that for a second. We, the women who are the most spy, political, secrets within secrets, cloak and dagger shit. And Leanne's like, I'm going to spy on these guys. And actually has a successful network of eyes and ears within the White Tower. Now, if that doesn't speak to the skill and ability of the blue Aja to gather information and gather intel and gather secrets, I don't know what does. That's impressive. Well, one of the things I was going to point at, uh, point out with Suan is uh, I think it's easy to overlook. I mean, people can state it, but it's really, there's a lot to grasp in the severity of how effective Suan's network of eyes and ears are and how loyal they are because they don't abandon her whenever she is still, they still remain loyal they yes. still give information. And imagine this. You go from being the top ranked in the entire institution. You are that motherfucker. And you go to the absolute bottom of the barrel within that organization. And everybody has perceivably no reason to give you any kind of respect. Her eyes and ears network is so, though they don't know the people in it, the effectiveness of it is so well known that it forces sisters that even don't like her to begrudgingly admit that they have to allow her to be involved. They have to bring her into meetings that by all rights and, and traditions, she should not be even aware are happening because of how much information she can gather. She has made herself completely indispensable. Well, and of course, it's also interesting there because <clears throat> on some level, you also kind of realize just how much damage Suwon could do if she was scorned by them. And so like, again, I think she doesn't give them a choice in the best kind of way because again, she is very carrot. She is absolutely like, I will use this network for you. I want to be helpful. I want to be here. I will absolutely go ahead and, and access this network for your I have benefit. Served. I will be of service. Right. Exactly. And then, but you There's also easy know movie that like for the episode behind the scenes, you also know that like behind that is such a threat. It's like, it's the stick like right there. And yeah. if you don't let me in, <laughs> well, I will make and, your lives living hell. Like seriously. That, I mean, it's, it's like Al Capone, to... Chicago. Like, it's yeah, pretty yeah. Much like she's yeah. got the city by the cojones. Yeah. By the Caponis. That's a yeah. really nice campaign you have there. It would be a shame if something were to happen. To well, a no, shame no, if everybody no. found out about your 300 dedicated prostitutes. Oh, I was actually going to say the other thing. It's actually very Al Capone because Al Capone would be like, it's a really nice campaign you got there. I will donate lots of money to it as long as you let me do what I want. Exactly. And if you don't, 
I will tell everyone about the prostitutes and also, you know, take away all of your bodyguard support that I actually put into place. And so again, it's very Al Capone of regular, it's absolutely a carrot thing. It is absolutely, they come to you not with a threat. They come to you with an offer. They come to you with a bribe. You know the threat is there. It's possible. It exists. But they come to you with the money. They come to you with the network. They come to you with whatever as an offer of let me have what I want and I will give you many things. And if you don't, that's when the threat will come into play. But they don't say it. It's just known. And and one of the things I love about this to continue with the, I know we're, we're, we're sort of comparing Swan Sanche to Al Capone right now. But I think it's a very valid comparison because yeah. the only thing that got her in trouble was tax fraud. There it is. Dragon Reborn. There it is. We talked about sort of the threatening <laughs> side of it. But the side that we don't talk about with Al Capone specifically, but which is also true of Swan Sanche, is that when you're in Swan Sanche's good graces, you can get away with literal murder as long as you don't hurt the cause. You can do whatever you want that will not hurt the cause, mm-hmm. which is why they had such a hard time nailing Al Capone because so many people were so loyal because he offered legitimate, actual protection and shelter yes. and all these things well, I mean- all these people... Swan Sanche did the same thing. She favored the Blue Aja, the spy masters, the intel gatherers, and they protected her. Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, just like just like Al Capone and just like a lot of current, uh, there are a ton of, of gangs uh, of all sorts that do it now to this day. And you, you could argue that his effectiveness was demonstrated by Al Capone. He was an incredible philanthropist as well. He didn't yes. just like say, "Hey, I own all of all of the liquor sales during Prohibition." It was, "I own all of that, yes, but here's all of these causes and people in need that I'm going to give money to that they never have to pay back because I'm not exactly. the man's bank." Exactly. Well, and, and so I also want to throw out there kind of does the same thing with like giving free like help to the Aes Sedai. It, it does come at the cost of keeping her in the loop. Sure. But there's also that feeling that between her and Leanne, that regardless, she'd still be in the loop. They just wouldn't know. <laughs> well, and I think this is this is both a good transition back into just the Blue Aja in general, as well as, you know, talking about the Amerlin seed as a Blue Aja and things like that, where there's another comparison to Al Capone and many other, you know, mafia <laughs> and gang members and things like that in terms of the tower is held together by politics. And Swan Sanche does a really good job. Hold on. Uh, there's a lot of background noise suddenly. Like, it sounds like there's a 747 spinning up in the distance. It was Josh. I don't know what's up with you, but it was oh, you. Okay. His, his, like, central heating might have kicked in. And it might be blowing like nearby. Yeah, that's it. Ah, yeah, okay. 
<clears throat> but one of the things that I appreciate is that, like, again, Suan Sanche is very much a la Al Capone in terms of the, I will let you get away with certain things, but if you break the rules of conduct, if you hurt the mission, if you go over your your territory lines if you go ahead and start a war with anybody else in any other aja i will cut you i will end you this is how the tower runs the reds have this area the yellows have this area the blues have this area and you're all you're all in charge of your own thing and as long as none of you motherfuckers test me you get to do just about whatever you want but the second you test me and you go over and do things you're not supposed to do, I will end your entire career. And again, it's that like rules of conduct that keep the tower in check because they're going off the rails a little bit. And then Suan Sanche comes into power and she goes, uh-uh, we're not doing that. And then the second that Suan Sanche gets out of power and Elida is just kind of running around like being a bitch with an iron fist. The whole tower falls apart because there are no rules anymore. There's no rules yeah, of conduct. There's exactly. no rules of whatever. Is that the next like movie the- in the saga? Like the girl with the dragon tattoos, the bitch with the iron fist. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? No, they already did that. Yes. It was on Netflix. It was the Colleen Wing story, but then also Danny Rand was there somehow. <laughs> now no, I just want the again, scene of like, like post like stilling Suwon calling somebody into her chamber. And she's just like sitting in front of the fire, like cleaning her under her nails with like a switchblade. Like, so <laughs> I hear you had a conversation with uh with a red sister. Interesting. Interesting. You come here after conversation I love- with a red sister <laughs> and expect me to give you carte blanche to do whatever you want. No, it's, but again, I think the blue Aja in general is also very much like that. Each sister is given so much leeway. Each sister is given so much rope. But in the end, you follow the rules. You follow the blue Aja's mandates. You follow what is important. Otherwise, they will hang you with the rope they gave you. Because that's how it works. And all of the Blue Sisters know to stay in line. Because if they don't, bad things are going to happen. And Moraine is absolutely one of those people who like flirts with that line a lot. <laughs> well, and that's that's just the interesting thing. So, okay. So, again, one of the other... This, this might be kind of a moot point, but one of the more famous... Well, the two most famous Blue Aja sisters, of course, are Moraine and Suan, followed closely by Leanne. Um, and then there are a number of other ones as well. One of the one of the notable Blue Aja sisters in the series is Gitara, the mm-hmm. one who had the vision, the foretelling of the dragon being reborn on the Correct. slopes of Dragon Mountain. She sits there, she has her vision, she falls over dead afterwards. And the Amril in seat at the time says, shit, uh, hi, Swan and Moraine, my two accepted that are here. Uh, Tamara Ospenya. Yeah, Tamara Ospenya. And we're going to need to know what's going on. So you guys are going to be my seekers. 
Uh, Tamra is also a blue Aja. Correct. So I'm not going to. Uh, I'm not going to. I'll bet money that Tamra from that day forward groomed both Moraine and Swan to become not only to become blue Aja sisters, but to know how to. And I mean, as we know, Moraine is already from Carrion, so she's already got a good grasp mm-hmm. of the game of houses of Dias Tamar. Tamra then starts teaching them, giving them probably private slash personal lessons in how to spy and be awesome. And Swan and Moraine set up this personal really lessons. intricate plan. <laughs> they set up this plan. Swan's like, I'm going to be the Amaryllin seat and protect your ass. Moraine, you are going to go find the Dragon Reborn. And for 20 to 40 years that's what they end up doing well for 20 oh, yeah. years essentially yep. that's what they end up doing <clears throat> yep and think about this too in the white tower with Aes Sedai with the sisters time spans are a lot longer for them because their lives are a lot longer in 20 years well actually in fewer than 20 years Swan Sanche went from accepted to Amrilin's seat. Yep. I mean, like, the, think about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the Blue Aja are, are very much known to be a force to be reckoned with. I mean, I know we're looking at the same wiki, so this might be a moot point to ask if you remember, but do you remember what Jesse Bilal, uh, a brown sister, says about the Blue Aja after Elida has disbanded the Blue Aja and essentially kicked mm. them out of the tower? I do because I'm looking at it, but Andrew, please tell us. That is exactly why I remember as well. I remember it. (laughs) I remember in general the conversation happening, but I don't. I didn't remember the details. And the way uh, Jesse said I says it um, just points to how like tentative the balance was, and how if not respected for them being fellow sisters, being respected for their influence and just their hardiness is. Um, because this is from this is from the the Gathering Storm, I think chapter forty-two, no forty-three, yeah. and she says uh, we sh- we never should have let Elida disband the Blue Aja. The Blues might have been willing to come back had it not happened, but it was such a dishonor that they dug in. Light only knew how dangerous that was. The histories are filled with accounts of how dogged the Blues could be at getting their ways, particularly when they were forced into a corner. And we see it play out because even if the blue Aja isn't like the central, like only Aja that's really leading this charge back against the the White Tower, it's their eyes and ears and spy network that actually makes a ton of what happens possible. Well, and of course, again, even though they're not the spearhead of it, as you said, Andrew, they are almost all present. That Mm -hmm. is a big thing is that because... Blue Aja. Oh yeah, you're right. Tower. Yeah. Every single it was the only Aja to flee the White Tower on Mas and completely. There you were know, they no. all leave the tower. I I agree yes. with that, but not all of them are present in Saladar. But again, no. they're the biggest group in Saladar because they all flee the tower. They all leave. Every single one of them leaves the tower. And many to most of them find their way to Saladar and 
are and Elida completely discounts them because she's like they don't exist anymore. I disband it. They don't exist anymore. And yeah, it's like because Elida's a yeah narcissist. How player. how did that work she's out like, for like <clears throat> you know like the French Resistance? Yeah, <laughs> you can say like no, they don't exist. They're not there. And then like your fucking tanks start oui. blowing up, and you're like, oui, must monsieur, have been an accident. We are not here. Ce n'est pas possible. <laughs> I'm sorry. There is no war in Bossing Say. There is no war in Bossing Say. <laughs> uh, sorry. Right, wait. Hang on. I mean, hang on. No, there is no war in Bossing Say. There is no war in Bossing Say. Ce n'est pas possible. Ce n'est possible. Oh, man. Yeah. No, uh, but and, it's, and it's funny because, like, at the start, sorry, go ahead. No, you, you go ahead. Oh, so we talk. We're, I mean, because we've already kind of talked about the size of the blue Aja in the rebel tower in the Re- yes. amongst the rebelized that I being the largest the, the faction tower. there. Yeah, but when the series starts, the blue Aja, as far as like size and numbers, is only the sixth largest. Uh, they yes. fall behind the yellows, but ahead of the whites. Um, and before the kind of division. And this just points to how small the numbers are in the White Tower. They they still only numbered a hundred. Like Bluff. that's we, we find out that is nothing compared to how many Aes Sedai used to be in the Blue Aja, much less the entire White Tower during its heyday. You know, back you know, yeah. uh, like Ultra Hawkwing times. You know, before uh, the breeding stock, if you will, it's a terrible way to say it, but before the breeding stock was. Called out. Not saying I don't it's understand. It's accurate, though. I mean, yeah, yeah. it sucks, yeah. but... Also, can we just pause for just a moment and realize that at oh, least can click according the pause to the button, wiki, yeah. um, <laughs> uh, it says that it also contained 22 Black Sisters. That means one in four Blue Aja members were Black, not even really Blue. That's rough. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't actually know what it is for the red. We'll get there at some point because we're doing a breakdown on the red too. But yikes! You One know what? Four sisters. That almost. Me. That's almost Slytherin levels. Oh of, yeah, like evil and dark friendery. Like yeah. Yikes! <laughs> More shoddy says it's twenty four percent in the red Aja. So okay, per capita, which I think okay, the red Aja so at the time right. of the series start is larger than the blue Aja. It is. I think, yeah, I don't. I think yeah. they're actually second. I'd have I mean, to look maybe. it up, but I think they're actually second largest. I mean, and it's, it's a, still it's a, like I'm, only like hundred and fifty or whatever. It's not a yeah. huge, huge difference, but I mean, it's half again as much or something along those lines. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, they are a cult to some yeah. in some ways, but we'll talk about that more when we get to them. Wait, um, did you say they are a cult or they are a, a cult. cult? A cult. There's a space. They're not the a cult. Hey they are a cult. Or a blinking. <laughs> no, I said a blinking. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's a perfect thing. There's like your they're... second easy movie quote for today. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. There is when you when you look at like the schisms and the division between the Ajas at least from the reader perspective, from what we see and how they interact, there is no bigger animosity than exists between the red Aja and the blue Aja. It's 
feckin' mortal enemies. Like, it began 2,000 years prior to the start of the books when Tetsuan was disposed, instilled, and replaced by an Amerlin formerly of the blue. Of course, Tetsuan was of the red. So they got pissed and were like, we don't like you because you hurt our mom. <laughs> Except not as justified as that. Mama, the frog and the square ball. Square ball. Um, but then it happened again. Scorpion. Like the same thing happened twice. Because Bonewin Merigden, fucking whatever, Bonewin, uh, also of the Red Aja, was disposed, stelled, and replaced by an Omerlin from the oh. blue Aja. And it's like deposed. The more okay, things yeah. change, the more Sorry, they stay. It's yeah. the same. It's the same thing in effect. Kind of. When you're stilled as well, you're essentially just you're basically of. disposed you know, of. Yeah, no, you're not. Because they're not too great at aftercare for stilled. No, they're not. <laughs> they're really not. Which is why Suan has to fight so hard to like still aftercare be relevant. Because they're like, don't we normally important. just chuck you off a cliff or something? Like, so this this is kind of actually a fun point. And I know this is supposed to be kind of a deep dive on the Blue Aja, but it I think it proves or I think it illustrates a good point about how the more things change, the more they stay the same. All Aes Sedai are political, maneuvering, backstabbing little spies. Okay, they all are. Some mm, are sounds like a gross generalization. I wouldn't say all. I would also say that there are some Ajas that are way worse than others uh, that's to the point I, where I feel like most are, yellow and white sisters are actually not. And, and even even most brown sisters. But as we have there in Sedai, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at so, the same time, so, it is a statement very much said that right. Sedai came up with the Game of Houses and things like that. So it is, it is definitely a part of the White Tower. I, I don't disagree with that the, statement. And the point I'm going for here is that you had a blue sister who was deposed by a red sister, who was deposed by a blue sister, who was then deposed by a red sister. So we have this like super tragic story of Suwan being deposed. And I'm like, this has happened four times prior. Like these kinds of successions are not uncommon in the White Tower. Uh, yes, it's tragic because we uh, like Swan, but at the same time, these kinds of things have happened in the past as well. This is what is bred in the tower, and it's what Egwene identifies really quickly later on in the series when she goes, yeah, no, this is not okay. And she starts pulling the different strengths from the different Ajas, and one of those is the ability to be dedicated to a cause from the Blue Aja. She recognizes that that is extremely important in the goal of having a whole strong white tower. Well, and it is interesting because one of the things that I want to say about the tower in general and also uh, about the Blue Sisters because, or the Blue Aja, because the Blue Sisters and the Red Sisters, one of the reasons that they are so angry at each other all the time and why there is this deep-seated animosity um, 
is that they are two of the strongest willed Ajas. Yes. They're, their inherent strength, not necessarily in the power, but in their own personalities, lend itself very well to the survival of the fittest and the alpha of the tower. And that is what the Amerlin is in some ways. They are either the best at political maneuvering and or the strongest in the power and or, you know, a number of different things that make them sort of the strongest leader. And while, if we're being honest, more often than not, an Amerlin just dies or steps down, then is deposed and stilled, uh, it is definitely a situation where when somebody else steps up to challenge the Alpha, it can be very problematic in the tower, and they need to solve that in some way. Um, and sometimes that ends up happening by the up-and-comer ends up having a larger faction and a larger ability, and they can take out the current Amerlin. Now, it's also true, and this is my second point, the tower is built on secrets. It's absolutely built on secrets in so many ways. And again, I absolutely agree with it, that it's less in some areas and more in others and less in Ajahs and more in others and things like that. I'm not saying that every Aes Sedai is just a secret keeping bitch. That's not what I'm saying. However, the tower itself is built on knowing things other people don't know and making plans other people don't expect. Precisely. Which ends up meaning that if you're at the top of that tower... You have a lot of secrets. And if any of your plans don't go correctly, there is a lot of fodder. If anyone finds out about that failed plan to go ahead and remove you from the top of the tower. Again, it's Suwon. Suwon absolutely has this. Uh, I mean, even Tetsuan also ends up sort of having this that she doesn't go to Manetherin's defense. And that is seen as a treachery, which on one hand... No, it is a treachery. It is not seen as a treachery. It is a treachery. Well, well it's because the mayor... I don't know. It. Sure. Yes. Yes. I, I agree with that. It's a treachery. And, it's more so... A, I mean, it's definitely a, a folly on the part of their relationship with Manetha. That's but true. Yeah. There, there's nothing to indicate that there is a hardcore alliance between the White Tower and Manetha. However... Exactly. Her decision but. to keep the information away from the rest of the White Tower, especially the sitters, yes, is seen as a treachery against the tower itself. And I think it was actually against tower law because of the style no. of decision it was. Yes, no, and and I totally agree with that. All of that is accurate. But again, it's it's a situation where the second that you have a plan that goes awry or you don't do everything exactly to tower law because you think you're doing the right thing and all of this different stuff, the second someone finds out about that, you are in danger of being removed. You are yes. in danger of falling. And I, I think that that is so telling as to why the Reds and the Blues hate each other so much and why the Blues are regularly at the top. Ambition and mission-oriented nature regularly lends itself to being CEOs, presidents, Amerlin seats, all of these different things. And in the end, if you 
get to the top and you make mistakes, those mistakes are glaring and people will do everything they can to bring you down. And so, yeah. And, and the more it, okay. So, you know, what's, what's one of the common, uh, what's one of the common statements people make about modern cars, you know, Oh, now we got computer chips in, we got all these features in. that's just more stuff to break. Right. When I open my door, this little thing comes out and goes, that's just another thing to break. It's pointless. It shouldn't be there because it's just another thing on there that will break eventually. That makes no sense to me as a spy master. You don't get to the top without a whole treasure trove of secrets. Oh, yeah. And if someone finds out those things, as we saw with Suan, now, Elida may not have been the most ethical in her uh, information seeking. <laughs> most ethical. But she She's the found- least ethical. <laughs> She found the dirt she and did. she found enough dirt to ob- like obtain the Amberlin seat while still being within tower law. Now, technically, it was yeah. by the skin of her teeth. It was the barest minimum, but she was still legally raised yep. Amberlin. And Swan was still <laughs> legally deposed and stilled. And Cad Swain even points that out at she one does. point. She says, wait a minute. Elida Sedai is a lawfully appointed Amarillan seat. And you will not talk badly about her in my presence. Or that will be seen as treason under Tower Law. I... I am technically correct. The best kind of correct. <laughs> the best kind of correct. Uh, well, let's I mean, let's go I mean, to the opposite end of, of the spectrum. We've talked about who the blue Aja gets along worst with. Indeed. So let's talk about who they get along best with. It yes, is, of course, the, the green. green. It is the green All right. Aja. <laughs> All um, right. Which it's it's hilarious that like one of the only points of contention that we know of from the books that happens where there is any strained relationship between the blue Aja and the green Aja is in the grand scheme of things, especially in the life of an Aes Sedai, irrelevant. It's a small issue. It's a very small thing because the green Aja sitters do advise that Moraine be exiled to a farm because it seems that Suan was so very favorable to her. We understand why. Yeah. Because when the bed game is so good that it makes you break <laughs> tower law. Or at least hide things. Like I, I get Every it. Like, guy ha- knows I've that done, feeling, by the way. I've Just done saying, worse for less. Most girls so, know that feeling too. But most yeah. most I think people most everybody. know what that's like. Yeah. So don't sit there in your tower and judge because you know. If, if you're in the military and your leave got denied and you got a picture from somebody that made you consider going AWOL, you know what it feels like. All right. And that shit happens a lot. I'm laughing because, oh, my also, God. 
Also, can I just say, I I had have... ones that can made me consider booking flights from UAE back to the U.S. And I was like, also, can we just can we just stop for a moment and say out loud, I'm guessing that some of those those green sisters who were suggesting that Moraine be exiled to a farm would have then booked a uh, wagon ride to that farm to see what was up with Moraine and why hmm. Suwan put everything on the line for her. Yeah. And I ain't talking about no spy network. Yeah. Well, at the time of the proposal, um, the the green centers at the time were Talin, Faisal, and Rubinda. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rubindi. Rubinda. Because the E works well enough, and I'm going to slightly go German with it. Um, and it was Talin and uh, Rubinda that would later also vote to depose Suwan uh, and raise Elida. Uh, uh, and we find out later that Talene was actually Black Aja um, and was quite Dirt. probably under orders to uh, to create and spread dissent within the Hall of the Tower. Well, and as we know, Elida herself was not Black Aja, but Shadow Collusion! Her Keeper of the Chronicles was. Oh, because okay. the Black Aja is smart enough to not be in the main spot. Like, because for hell's sake, they're like, fucking wicked smart. I tell you what, they're wicked huh. smart. They've been they're, in the they're smart for a until thousand then. Years. They're smart no, well, until then. At that point, they well, go beyond no. the whole. We're going to stay in the background, and like that's when they make a big power but, play that actually, but they make has the an enormous risk at the time of Tarman Gaiden, though. It's time. Oh yeah, the pieces are moving. It's time to to like gear up and get ready. So. The only reason it's seen as a dumb move is because Egwene is well, because well, they still they had don't enough know control that without Varen has been gathering intel on them, which I think it's interesting that the the blue Aja and the brown Aja have such a, a timid or tense relationship. It's not bad; it's amicable at best. But the brown Aja will side with other Ajas before they will side with the blue. But they have yeah, the a very white. similar sort of... The white's the only one. Method. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a very similar sort of method where information is power. Yeah. The blues focus Knowledge on information power, here and now. You know what we the, gotta the, do? At the, at the end of this, uh, just because I know I'm going to forget it, at the end of this Aja thing, if it's not already on the schedule, I have to look at the schedule. We got to do an episode on like how the Black Aja infiltrates and how they mm. work and the mechanics of how it works because I think that can be confusing for should a lot of people. Should we do a deep dive on the Black Aja, or should we do a, like a uh, different kind of episode? If, if we do a deep dive on the Black Aja, I think that'd be a bad idea because it would last thirty seconds because yeah. Black Aja doesn't exist. There is no Black Aja in Bossing Say. Yeah. <laughs> No, I think it should be like it's, Are you it's definitely going to be kind of along the same the same vein because they're technically not an Asha, but it's going to be more like a study of no. like you know how the Will of Times version of the KGB infiltrated the CIA. 
See, or how understand. Hydra infiltrated Shield. That's it was. Well, I don't understand. Hydra made Shield, so that's a little it. different. I don't understand how the KGB did it. Like seriously, how do you walk around in the CIA and and go, "Hey man, how's it going?" And they go, "It's going great." And you're like, Hello, "What the fuck?" Yeah. Welcome to CIA. It is I mean, great to have you here. The, the Please, same way it was a whole same story. Uh, yeah. Okay. I like. Yeah, I was about to say like we literally have seen actors all over the place that have accents that are one hundred percent foreign to them. Anything can be trained. Anything can be trained. I don't about. have it's a Russian like, accent, and I just like you are saying things with your mouth that are trying to make sense, but I am not sure what you are saying. Uh, I love the also, freaking uh, the meme video. I am the machine. Where it's like you have you have like the operative, the Russian operative that's secretly training somewhere, and they're like at the firing range one day, and it's like it's like how do you get found out? And for those of you that don't know. Um, American style weaponry, uh, especially the M4 M16, has a charging handle at the back that you reach right here and just pull back. But right. for the AK, the way to charge a round into the chamber is you reach under and up and you pull yeah. back and release. So the whole meme is like you have a guy sitting there with like an M4 M16 and he takes and reaches under and across, which obviously doesn't work. And all the other agents turn and look at him. <laughs> you know, it's great. I There's- like that. There's actually a very interesting like cultural uh, basis to kind of look at because the same sort of thing happens in Inglorious Bastards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He he says, you know, I would like dry glazer, yes. and they all go. Well, and actually, ev- interestingly, immediately, only the one guy actually does the. Hmm. He, nobody else and immediately they're already it's drunk, over but yeah and he goes and he goes wait a minute so i know and of course they're speaking german and he goes i know you're not german because if you would you would have ordered dry glaze and it's what? it's interesting to note the cultural differences you know you can speak the language perfectly and i feel like this is something that's actually relevant to the blue aja they, these are things they would be trained in it's oh, yeah. not just language it's not just accent it's not just all dialect. the mannerisms all the cultural There's all the mannerisms yep one two three versus one two three and you don't go two because that's a bad sign in some places so i mean the that's a good sign in all places <laughs> areas you'll have to watch Steel the youtube Panther. video to get what we mean and i also just yeah. say i i also love in that scene uh, i know that we're getting a little off and i will bring it back in just a second i promise but i do love in that scene where he's like i have a luger now pointed at your at your balls and the other guy goes i've had a luger pointed at your balls since you came over and sat down and it's the greatest <laughs> fucking line i love that movie so Go good. watch anyway. Inglorious Bastards. Yes. It's one of the greatest movies ever. It's made. fun. Uh, that being said, hey guys, uh, I think that we're we're mostly done with the Blue Aja. Is there last? Let's do last thoughts on the Blue Aja. I'm. I know. Let me. Let me be clear. We're, we're not going to talk about the relationship with the other Ajas. Okay. No, fuck them. No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So first off, we know that the Blues and the Reds. Well, I was going to let Frog Daniel and Scorpion. Finish. They his proposal. No, he's. Oh, he's, sorry. Go ahead. My bad. Red, blue, no like. Green, blue, 
it's okay. They nice. They like each other. They do this sometimes. And then brown Aja like white Aja better than blue, but like blue better than yellow. Then yellow, there's some tension. Is some tension between. I'll get some practice with the blur effect in the sensor bar and editing for this one. (laughs) No, there is definitely a a little bit of a tension between (laughs) the yellows and the blues uh, based on history. Uh, They don't love each other, but again, Let's be honest, the yellows definitely dislike other Ajas more than they dislike the blue. So so they're okay, but it's like kind of maybe 50-50. And then there's the white Aja who they kind of, they're, they're on the lower end of the totem pole in, in terms of uh, how much they like the blue. There is, since the Aiel War, they have not loved each other so much. You know... Do you know what gets me about this? Is the blue Aja who prides themselves in knowing everything has no idea why the white Aja is pissed at them. None. It's the white Aja is just like, we don't like the blues. And the blues are like, why? And the white's like, it is not logical for me to tell If I have to tell you, then it doesn't. Then it's not important. <laughs> you enough. should already know. You should I know. Have to tell you. If, if you, you really care, loved me, you'd know what to do right now. Yeah. If you cared about us enough, you would know. <laughs> well, I also love the like the the whites. Like we are uber logical. We will support you as long as you go against the Reds. But if it's not against the Reds. Then we don't support you. And it's like, what's right, happening? That is, that is a sound bite that out of again? context sounds absolutely horrible. Can you what? guys hear that? Oh, or am I going yeah, mad? Stop that. Hear what? Hear what? I can hear the Dusty Wheel theme song by Andral. Yeah, you probably have a tab open somewhere. Because that's how computers work. Do that not give me the wine. Do you have Twitter open? I have oh, we're many gonna give you the tabs wine. open. Don't Man, give me I the know you have many tabs <laughs> open. The last time I was when we were shit. at your house the last time and I saw the tabs on your computer, Ugh. I about shit a brick because I was like, holy fuck. I was so mad. I was so angry. <laughs> I I felt <laughs> like physically nauseous. I felt well, violated. You by know what? Your tabs. I was moved to, like, Genghis Khan-level violence. (laughs) I love it. Those of you that definitely don't know, he had, like, fucking 30 tabs open in a single window of Chrome, and I was like, no. I got it. I got it. We're good. I no longer hear voices. If you only had, like, two or three tabs open, like a normal person, it would have taken so long. I have got to learn how to close tabs, my friend. I have seven <laughs> tabs open right now, and they oh. all have a purpose. And as soon as we're done Guys, recording, five of them are going away. If you think I'm bad, no, it look doesn't. At the hey, Crystal hey, Barista's hey, computer. Hey, 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 Josh, just Ugh. because somebody else is worse Ugh. doesn't mean you're okay. Ugh. 
Oh yeah. I, there, there's uh, there there's there's a crab pot mentality. Throw someone else back into the bucket to make you look better. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Fucking how many tabs there. of rocks can you have open at one time? That should be the true many, test of new graphics cards. Of tabs. There it is. How many how many of tab rocks? Yeah, that's right. No, anyway. okay, so final thoughts. Let's 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 blow the man down here. Final thoughts on the blue Aja. The blue Aja blow the man down. Though they be small in numbers, they be mighty in stature. You will not find another group of women more passionate at their cause or their mission. What about the Ken? Whatever it is that they want to accomplish. I, I didn't even think before I spoke. I'm sorry. I know. I'm sorry. I know. I know. I'm sorry. It's okay. You just <laughs> felt like what it was like to be Josh most of the time for a moment. You you touched. Oh, you you're flying too close to the sun, Andrew. This is a, this is the segment where we rag on Josh. You, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Isn't that just the Black Tower podcast? Like I thought that was. <laughs> Well, I mean, it might just depend on who does the intro, who gets ragged on the most. Like, I mean, with great like responsibility comes great suffering. That's the great great responsibility. The Blue Aja understands that knowledge is power. Again, we've discussed this. I don't understand why the brown and the blues are not more closely aligned. But at the same time, I understand why they are not more closely aligned because they understand that knowledge is power. But they have different tenses for the knowledge. Browns believe the knowledge is powers in the past. Blues believe that the most powerful knowledge is the here and now. There is an argument for both. And which is why when Egwene comes to the tower, she was like, you know, we should be working together. (laughs) You dumb. You basic together strong. Um, That's right. Apes together strong. The Blue Aja strong was better. is one of the most influential Ajas because of their passion and because of their intelligence gathering abilities. And they are able to affect changes, which ultimately, I will make this claim and I will die on this hill, which ultimately lead to the success at Tarman Guide. And that is my final thoughts. I was right, really then. hoping you'd say like, "I will, I will make this hill and die on this claim." Andrew, you're not my daddy. Not yet. <laughs> Bold words for the man who's asked to be adopted numerous times. I'm just saying. Hey. Wow. Okay. <laughs> All right, children. Well, then you can just tell people you're from. any further. <laughs> well, then we could just swing sweet home, sing a sweet home Alabama all the time. Sweet home Alabama. No offense to Alabama. I hate that song. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we could tell. It gets brought up, and you immediately start singing. That's why I hate it. I hate all you have to do is go so much. 
and everybody goes, Turn it up. Stop it. Well, you know, they say even bad press is still better than no press. No, so the fact that no you know the song, bad press. I know the song because I spent four years in Georgia, which is why it annoys me. Because every time that opening riff comes on, everybody be like, Yeehaw! Yee yee, sweet home Alabama. I'm like, you're from Georgia. Hey, hey, hey. Don't, like, hey, don't hey, hey, taint hey. the reputation of the yee yee. All right. You're in the you leave the yee yee out of this. The yee yee did nothing this to you. Photograph. <laughs> there we go. We're off of that song. We can now hate on Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, what Here. are your last thoughts on? Um uh, the, the blue Aja is uh, <laughs> really cool. It is one of, if not my my favorite Aja. Um, because I really like this kind of like suit, like this kind of subtle spy kind of mechanic that they have going on that they use and they use it very well. All those um, subtle sisters. Oh yes. More than seven, I would say, but yeah, probably. Uh, I, I really love it. Uh, I find it intriguing. I find it interesting, uh, for sure. I also find like, uh, their secret weaves interesting because of, what they seem obviously intended for. Uh, so like every Aja, you know, has weaves that they know that no other Aja knows. And the blue Aja has two. And one deals with insects. They can either repel all insects or they can make them gather and bite all at once. And I'm like, yeah, that that's a fucking, fucking torture technique right there. And then the second one is a weave that makes the subject feel fear, which is useful in intimidation. So I, I there's probably some members of the eyes and ears network that uh, uh, probably would fit in very well at like, you know, 2010 and earlier Gitmo. I, I wonder if that ability is identified in the, Wheel of Time tabletop RPG book. And I have both books, so I am going to look at that and find out. Can I just say, guys, I absolutely love the Twitter uh, or the, the meme tweet that's the uh, getting waterboarded at Guantanamo Bay sounds amazing if you don't know what either of those things are. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. Daniel, uh, oh, but they're they're a lot of fun. Out. I like them. What do you think about the blue Aja? Andrew, were you done? Oh, oh yeah. Done. Are you he sure? Said he was done. Yeah, I mean, until you say something that triggers me to like to think of something else to say, and, which is in true Black Tower fashion. No, I I do not like the blue Aja as much as the green, just uh, for reasons. But God, starting off strong. Uh, okay. But the Blue Aja is definitely very close second. I actually really like the Blue Aja. And it's not just because one of our super main characters is from the Blue. I just agree with them. I absolutely agree with the the Blue Tower or the Blue Aja's. It is a Blue Tower. Tower. (laughs) tower. Um, but, but again, I, I think that they encompass a lot of sort of the best of what Aes Sedai can be. Um, in terms of they're ambitious, 
but not so ambitious as some of the others. They're knowledge focused, but not to the point where it actually hurts their cause. They're, you know, this, that, and the other thing. And they're sort of, you know, a lot of this in moderation. And I appreciate that about the blues that they are willing to fight. Not as much as the green Aja. They are willing to heal. Not as much as the yellow Aja. You know, all of these different things. And and I, I really appreciate <laughs> that they have a lot of different goals yet aren't so tied to anything I think is problematic. And, and so I, I like it. And, and I also admit that I agree with and appreciate a leader who (laughs) gives the people under them a lot of leeway. And I really think that the blue sisters are the ones who do that the best. Uh, you I think micromanaging is bad. Micromanaging Aja. I think that. Oh, they are, yeah. I think that they are the least. Um, There's like at least sixty percent of military leaders that hate you right now. Oh, I'm sure. And those military leaders can go micromanage their own buttholes. Go those fuck military <laughs> leaders can suck it. They can micromanage these nuts like eat a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I hate micromanagers. I'm not saying that they're I like literally the worst thing in the world because you know Hitler and Stalin, but also micromanagers might the be kings like of third. micromanagement. They might be like third. It's like Stalin, Hitler, micromanagers. Like, fuck you. The hell out of my face. I'm trying to do a job. Trust me for a second. Like, I don't know. It's And so again, like the blues seem to (laughs) be very, very good at you have a goal. You know what you're supposed to do. Go. Go do it. We're not going to tell you how to do it unless you cross some lines that you're not supposed to. Also, yeah, Stalin's it. first. Are you kidding me? He killed oh. like three times the number that Hitler Oh, did. shit. Oh, shit. Just okay. Saying. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in. <laughs> Thank you for being here for another uh, dose of taint, a dose of madness from your tainty boys in black from the Black Tower. We're super grateful that you've been here. We're super grateful that you have listened to us and hope, we hope that you've had fun and we hope that you've been affected by the taint just a wee bit more than you were prior to this episode. Uh, Remember to go to blacktowerpod.com. Remember to go to facebook.com slash rockpick to check out the Crystal Barista. And remember to go to thegreatblight.com and newcreationsbygen.com. These are all websites that you really need to go to. I'm just saying. Yep. And then and remember to use the sure. code BTP at w.gg. And yep. dubby. Get and your dubby. Sure. 10% off. So- Get 10% you go- off your decision to better your focus and energy throughout the day. And no artificial colors. Go to the feedback option on Adam and Eve and Manscaped and make sure that they know. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Okay. So thank you so much for being here, guys. No, for in all seriousness, we love you. We love that you guys are here. Um, We do what we do because for two reasons. One, because we love talking about the wheel of time. And two, 
we love that you guys enjoy it. So if you enjoy how do they it, do the infinity it. symbol from the finger heart? How did how do they do that? I don't know. There, there's like a way where you just like switch. Leave them a around. comment below to tell us uh, what we missed there about it is. the blue Aja. I figured it or out. Or what we okay. loved most about the blue Aja. Like um, subscribe to our YouTube channel because it's banging. And you get to see us rather than just listen to us. And I promise and you, there's another show in everybody. Entirely. Hear me. And I do love the fact that the majority of our subs- uh, of our Come viewers up. on YouTube are actually already subscribed. That is awesome. And Thank you guys. See what's on the slab. I see you quiver with Antissa. Patient. I didn't even hear <laughs> any of that. Like you blew I out did. your mic for the it. most important <laughs> Sorry, part. My bad. Might have to edit that part out. Sorry, I, I got it. Okay, but anyway, thank you for being like here. 50 minutes of the episode out. Effects. Uh, welcome to the shortest the intro outro. ever of the Black Tower podcast. That is until we cover the Black Aja, which does not exist. From all of us here at the Black Tower, I have been your Sorovan Mahail, Mr. Josh. And I have been your Bajan Mahal, Andrew. <laughs> and I have been so done with these two as your <laughs> Avangan Mahal, Daniel. Actually, really done with this one. This one can stay. I like him. But this one, fucking. Oh. Oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I we love you. Thank you so much for joining in. We are the Black Tower Boys. Come back next week. We want to see you. We want to hear you. We want to see all of your your wonderful live discussion comments. Um, and from all of us here at the Black Tower, we hope that you are having a lovely morning. And in case we don't see you again, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Also come to Jordan Con and Wakanda. Both of them come to both of them.